0: A radio show that confesses Christ. Without
1: confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes Scripture seriously. Without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. I I like how he ran in the room thinking that you accidentally articulated the baptism incorrectly. Like, Wait a minute, you're mistaken. <laughs> he, said to me, he said, "You sound like a heretic, right?" Yeah, it wasn't like, boy, they must be playing a game where they're articulating someone else's belief. It was, I think, Pastor Wolfmiller is off his rocker. <laughs> I, I'm,
0: I'm a little bit disturbed that you think that I would actually teach that about baptism. Pastor and it's so, 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 so deserved to be crunched. I'm in mega crunch. <laughs> So uh, if you guys put the mega crunch. crunch on the song, that would be awesome. <laughs> keep uh, preaching the word. Ashes, keep it mediocre. Mediocre and hilarious.
1: Your weekly reassurance that things are relatively not that bad. This is Table Talk Radio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. It could always be worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least
0: it's not 24 hours of Table Talk Radio. <laughs> Didn't that so happen good. one time? We have a 24 hours. <laughs> Uh, you played t- table talk radio for like twenty four hours in some state um, on oh, radio station or something.
1: No, we used to do that. Um, we used to uh, we used to have the uh, live three sixty five station, and we just do a bunch of reruns. Wasn't that just sound terrible? <laughs> I mean, all table talk radio all day. I mean, what? <laughs> it's like someone signed you up. You know, just a It's like getting rickrolled. Well, the, the reason the reason they we had to quit doing that was because of the humanitarian thing. I mean, it was like waterboarding and listening to Table Talk Radio nonstop. <laughs> so they they de- deemed it to be inhumane. All the
0: prisoners of war. Are like, could you guys please stop <laughs> getting emails from? <laughs> Here is my buzzword: shame. shame. I, I'm excited about today's show. By the way, we're gonna play name that church body after we do buzzwords. Shame is connected to guilt, but different. And here's how they're different. The opposite of guilt... Did we talk about this a long
1: time ago? Go ahead. What's the opposite of guilt? Uh, this is a game called What's the Opposite of? <laughs> uh,
0: righteousness? Innocence. Innocence. Yeah. Yeah, righteousness is fine. Innocence. But the opposite of shame is honor. Ooh, and that lets us g- get the sense of that guilt is how we stand before a law or a rule and shame is how we stand before a person it's very interesting now when the so just to imagine how it was a couple of years ago when like the law of god and the general sort of right and wrong of the culture is the same then shame and guilt are together hmm. but now as the law of god and the expectations of the culture start to separate now you can be you could feel ashamed of something but not you're not guilty that you didn't break a law vice versa vice versa. So now what's happening now is the standards are starting to separate and that's one of the things. we were talking about the cancel culture remember cancel culture?
1: I remember that, yeah. which we're in favor of. And uh, <laughs> we, we designed cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Paul says mark and avoid. That's cancel culture. But th- there's actually a difference because what are the, what is
0: the standard that you're using to cancel, right? And now cancel culture it trades in shame. You should be ashamed of yourself. Which is Psalm uh, four. Oh, how long will you turn my glory into shame? So, anyway, very good. And speaking of shame, we should note that our headphones are the same size, right? It's just that your head is a lot bigger than mine. Is that?
1: <laughs> I thought that was really funny the first time you said it. Not so much the second time. You how said many it. times have I said it? I don't know. At ah, least, least twice. I remember now. Anything. Uh, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. So. I just look over there and I think,
0: <laughs> you look more and more like Gru every day. Remember Gru? <laughs> did, it, did that? I don't think that joke made it online. That's mean. I'm sure it did.
1: I just say the word shame and I'm like, I just should start mocking everyone. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> That's actually true. <laughs> Alright, I don't have I don't have my buzzword on index cards. I don't have a Sharpie and a stack of index cards here, but Come uh, on. uh Sanhedrin. Or as you might say oh, that's the Sanhedrin. Uh it's complicated. Is that
0: are you making fun of me because I'm Texan? Sure,
1: yeah. Yeah, any chance I get. Uh
0: Sanhedrin. Those those Sanhedrin tarnations. <laughs> they those Sanhedrin are always something. They're a bunch of rascals. <laughs> that's, that's my best Texas accent. You need to work on that. Ha, ha, have you started? I, pretty soon I'm going to know a Texan accent, a Texan imitating an Australian. <laughs> Tarnations, mate.
1: No, that's... Yeah, that's, that's this is you can really work on that mad. before you bring it to air. This
0: is really terrible. I, I interviewed Dr. Kleining, and I forgot, I can't believe it, I forgot to... Change my video to upside down, remember how I was supposed to do that?
1: maybe <laughs> down on i was
0: going I was going to rotate my video <laughs> like this during the interview <laughs> <laughs> and then flip it oh i can 't believe I forgot anyway sanhedrin i don't, tell me about so this
1: that. uh we think this came up around the second or third century b c uh, but it 's a, a council of seventy. Uh, made up of uh, priests, elders, scribes, Uh, but it's uh, uh, all under the uh, high priest. Um, So this is the... You're still sideways, by the way.
0: I I think this looks like I'm looking directly at you. That's true. (laughs) I'm looking actually
1: down on you. (laughs) Shame. (laughs) This is only funny on YouTube. Uh, That's true. Uh, So um so the the great high priest is or the high priest is the um what the leader what's, what's the word uh uh the, the the chairman of the sanhedrin and so uh these these are the guys who are really out for it with Jesus and this comes out particularly in the gospel of John um where you have like this debate going on uh, within the sanhedrin and then you have this um that it's better that one man die for a nation than for the entire. I mean, this is amazing. I mean, the, the 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 prophetic utterance that comes from his mouth unknowingly. And so he means, look, if if we if we let this Jesus guy keep doing what he's doing, the whole nation's gonna lose out. You know, that, there's this mm-hmm. whole thing of the Jews and the Roman Empire and all this going on. Um, but I mean. As he said it, it actually is true that one man dies for the entire nation. Ah, it's great.
0: I thought the Sanhedrin—I think Edersheim told me that the Sanhedrin went back to—remember when Jethro told Moses, pick 70 men? Oh, really? And that was the invention of the Sanhedrin. Interesting. It was interesting also that it was made up of priests and laypeople, so there was Pharisees also on the Sanhedrin. It was so like, like an Sadducees. LCMS convention.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's exactly right.
1: <laughs> That's you just uttered a prophecy they, like they, the high priest did. They, 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 they were like, all right, uh, we were gonna consider this resolution but did not make it through the floor committee, so <laughs> <laughs> the uh <laughs> the Pharisees were the lay
0: people, but they were like the lay theologians. They were like the melanchthons, and then their Sadducees were the priests. And both Pharisees and Sadducees made up the Sanhedrin. There's this long question about whether St. Paul, who was a Pharisee, was on the Sanhedrin, but it seems like he was like an attendant. He was like the synodical secretary. <laughs> he had an elected position,
1: but he wasn't a delegate. <laughs> he was an advisory delegate. <laughs> this is so bad. I can't wait to convention season. Too bad we,
0: we put it off for... I, you know, did you do you know how we voted to delay? This is inside baseball for Missouri Senate stuff. The, uh, there's the uh, convention every three years, and they said, should we delay
1: it for a year? And I said, is there an option for two? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, And so the you know we need we need like a quarter of the congregations to vote to for it to be valid, and what a simple majority or something like that. I was thinking like, okay, we'll get. of the congregations to vote like 60% of the congregations voted on that thing and I just like if they get a chance to delay a convention I am in on that vote you know we're, we're, we're debating you know uh women in ministry like, I don't know, but we probably won't vote on that one. But delaying a convention, that is That's one right. thing we'll vote for.
0: That matters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are we doing uh, today?
0: Sanhedrin. How am I supposed to use that? We're gonna do we're gonna play the game, name that church body, and
1: you got the computer stuff, because you're no, you're the young tech savvy. That's right. <laughs> Although you know, we we've been doing this show for I don't know, eleven years or something like that. Uh, and it used That's to be that, that, that you would just come and sit in front of the microphone and be the, uh, would, would you be the talent? Yeah, of course. <sighs> you're the talent. I don't even know why you had to ask that question. <laughs> talent. And I was doing all the tech stuff and now, talent. now I'm the talent and you're doing all the <laughs> tech stuff. <laughs> talent. I know. But if you're YouTube's, doing all the YouTubes, got a... you got the, the zoom going on. What do you got there? I got the book called Popular Symbolics. Mm.
0: And so you're gonna you're gonna give me information from a church on the internet. And is, I gotta try to guess what kind of church it is. What does
1: symbolics then, mean in that sense?
0: It's uh like creeds. So a symbol would be like I like the book of Concord would be our Christian symbol. Mm. So the symbol means creed or theological statement so or that's whatever. not a picture book. <laughs> <laughs> no, if only it's like that guy looks reformed. <laughs> This cartoon looks kind of like the Pope. <laughs> uh, nope, it's not, unfortunately, a picture book. So I'm going to na- I'm gonna read from this, and you're going to read from the interwebs, and then we're going to try to guess the church body. That sounds like fun, actually.
1: That sounds like a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm sure yeah. a lot of points to be had in doing that. All right, so we're yeah. going to take a break real quick and then dive right in. We always have that... Uh, first segment that we're obligated to kind of squander away, with the hopes that we'll get it out of our system and ready yes. to start with real content. So, if I'm you're be very
0: serious coming back, if
1: you're listening to a future broadcast, just start in about twelve minutes into the show. Yeah, and uh, no more fine. shaming. <laughs> yeah, no more, no Hold more on. mockery. I got that documented. No, no more mockery. Just down to down to serious business. Yeah, down
0: to the brass tacks. Yeah. as
1: we say at the convention. Yeah, and and <laughs> okay. Sanhedrin meeting. Yes, all right. Okay, Hi. so you're listening to Table Talk Radio. We'll be right back to play. Name that church body. Stay tuned. I liked it better when I had your mic muted like at the beginning of the show. I don't think you could mute me from the YouTubes.
0: This is Table Talk Radio. You have been warned. The Daily Bible Meditation blog is at rightlydividedbible.wordpress.com, where three chapters of the Bible are considered each day. Check it out.
1: Uh, okay, yep. I, I tried to cancel culture, Pastor Wolfmiller. <laughs> it didn't work.
0: If you want to hear, if you want to hear the show where Evan mutes me, you can listen to the podcast. <laughs> Suddenly, if you want to hear a spike free the- range
1: Wolfmuller, totally free from being canceled. That's on the YouTubes. Yeah, that's the, that's the the WikiLeaks of uh, Table Talk Radio. <laughs> something something tells I, I me. I think it's true. Nobody is more serious about goofing around than us. That's right. We we don't take this lightly. No. We take it so lightly that we, we don't take it lightly. That we don't take it lightly. Our lightness is so heavy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, name that church. You got to go first because we don't know how long the internet's going to be around, and I'm going to have this true. book forever. So <laughs> that's true. All right. So, uh, just to set this up, this is a article that was written. It's not like a traditional. This is what we believe. But it's an article based okay. upon this group's beliefs. Says. So I understand. The title is called uh, "What We Believe Is What We See." It says. Have you ever noticed how an interview sometimes takes more than about uh, says more about the person asking the questions than the one who is answering? I've been interviewed for a few magazines and news programs myself recently. I'm always grateful for the opportunity to speak about the things that are close to my heart. Um, I'll omit the first thing because that would give it away: global spirituality and creating communities around the world through which individuals can both be enlightened and lift up each other in friendship and unity. But the slant is often found more in the questions than the answers. For instance, one could ask, Who are you? What do you believe in? And another might ask, What do you think you are? <laughs> what, what do you know? The questions seek the same answers, and yet one is posed with genuine curiosity and openness to learn, while the other is served cold with a combative nature. Any thoughts so far? What do you think you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you, <laughs> you, what do you think that you're listening to? What do you think your thoughts are so far?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> what I think my thoughts are, what I cannot understand, I, what I don't know if this is Francis Chan or some other cult leader, but I, it's got something about the global business hmm. is curious to me. But he hasn't, there's not been not much theology. So far, it's just global spirituality and
1: enlightening community of friendships. Yeah, this is tough. Uh, but I'll keep going. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Okay, so is one right and one wrong? Not necessarily. In fact, a healthy dose of skepticism can be good to have in certain situations. What is fascinating to me is how uh, a single preconceived notion can lock us into certain ways of thinking. By the way, can I share this but you not look at it? Uh, if I close my eyes, I guess I'll close my eyes. <laughs> well, can't you like minimize the video so you can't see it? Uh, yes, I can do that. <laughs> okay, okay, do that so that way the listener can see. Oh, what I'm wait, reading. you cannot minimize Zoom when you're recording the meeting. Oh, never mind then. Don't worry about it. Who knew? Hey, I'll close my eyes. Don't worry. You want me to? You want me to screen share this? Yeah, yeah. I'm all about the visual effects. That'd I used great. to. I used to know how to do this. You, what you do is you press the screen share button. Oh, under
0: more, got it. Wait, no, where is it? Hold on, don't do it yet. I'm opening my eyes. <laughs> Maybe I have
1: to make you the co-host. Oh, there, I got now, it. Now it's on there.
0: Okay, you ready? All right,
1: I'm not looking now. Eyes are closed. All Boom. Right. All right. Okay. Uh, our capacity. Our capacity to learn is limited only by that which we think that we know already. This sense of bias is not reserved for journalism alone. It is a human nature to prejudge a person or a situation at first sight. Heck, sometimes we do it before we even come face to face with them. We think, one, this one is good or this thing's bad. We think what we see is absolute truth, but no. What we see is a result of what we believe to be truth. It reminds me of a famous parable, a story of a student who comes to meet his teacher for the first time. The teacher pours him a cup of a tea, and it fills it. The student's cup begins to overflow. Nonetheless, the teacher continues to pour. The student is taken aback, and rightfully so. I mean, he is spilling. Anyway. He is soaking in tea, and the teacher is still pouring. What are you doing, he asked the teacher. You are like this cup, says the wise sage. I cannot teach you until you empty yourself of all that you think you already know. Oh, oh. This week's portion of the something, the Creator tells the Israelites, Go into the land of Israel. Wait, 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 wait. So this week's portion of the something... I'm omitting that that's, lest I give it away. I know, but that's that's my only clue so far. <laughs> the creator tells the Israelites, Go into the land of Israel, it will be it will be good for you. Yet when Moses sends men to spy in the land, they'll bring back reports that it is a terrible place. There are many commentaries on the issue. Some believe the spies lied because they knew going to Israel would mean losing Moses as a leader and they were afraid. Oh. Others believe it was due to their own ego, whatever the case oh. they saw uh, what they saw was based on their own fearful beliefs. they believed to go into Israel would be their ruin so that when they looked upon the land all that they saw was negative We are the That's same the Bible what oh. we believe this is almost over what we believe to be negative, we'll surely see and experience as such. Whereas when we know there is the Creator's hand in everything and acknowledge the light that abides within all people and circumstances, we see the good, and therefore we can experience good. This week, empty your cup. Forget forget what you think you know. Be open Mm -hmm. to seeing people as you've never seen them before. Be willing to try new things. Let go of preconceived notions and enter into all situations, knowing that they will be for the best. We don't need to be journalists to benefit from letting go of our biases, our judgments, and our prejudice. In fact, journalists would benefit in doing that. Uh, This is also a powerful week to build our self-esteem. Remember, what others say or believe about you says a lot more about them than it does about you, and vice versa. What you believe to be true comment. of others says more about what you says more about you than it does about them. When mm-hmm. we know there is good in all things and all people, we will always experience the best life has to offer. Hey. That's ironically
0: stated. That, that if uh, what it, when someone insults you, it says more about them, and then it's the business of which seems kind of.
1: Well, I was wondering good. if I'm supposed to unload everything I already know, would I have to unload the reading of this article? Yeah, I just forgot what he was telling me. <laughs> I was taking it to heart, but then I took it to heart
0: so much I forgot it.
1: All right, uh, I'm, I'm going to stop sharing so you can open your eyes and I'll, I'll share it's it again. Be, I,
0: I, think, uh, I think that it's got to be some kind of—so th- that idea that this is a reading from the Old Testament, it's got to be some sort of Reformed Judaism— Okay. So like Judaism, but also it's like it's like if Oprah had a Jewish guest. Oprah's whoever who is Oprah's <laughs> rabbi? <laughs> is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Oh really? Okay. This is Who Wants to be a Millionaire plus Table Talk Radio Jeopardy plus Name That Church Body. Reform
1: Judaism. And the answer is
0: Ah, the Kabbalah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's
1: that's that's Reform Judaism plus mysticism. Yeah, that's uh, that's how that goes. So. Pretty interesting. So, um, so basically, uh, I mean, so this is filled with some ironies because, um, we think that, uh, that that if we would just drop our preconceived notions, then we then we would you know see things. That we didn't see before. There's probably an element of truth to that, right? I mean, our yeah. biases can color what we think, but sure, uh, but that itself is a preconceived notion. Like that's not a neutral opinion to have, you know. So you can never escape. So it. so basically, what this what this person is saying is forget what other people would say that would oppose or be. Different than what I'm telling you right now, and believe what I'm telling you, and forget what other people tell you, right. but but forget any preconceived notions. <laughs> I mean, this this the circular reasoning on this is.
0: I'm trying to think of what was helpful. I mean, there's some some of these things are. I mean, we're talking we're we're doing this discernment, like what's going, like what's the theology and what's the worldview kind of thing right, behind it, right. which is kind of fun. But so we're not necessarily saying that's all right or all wrong. I think there's some. Uh, there, you know, there might be this whole thing is, you know, you don't judge a book by the cover. You, we want to treat people as individuals and we, we want to be, um, be we want to be we want to be curious and engaged people in the world. I'm all for it. So, you know, so far as it goes. But 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 it doesn't really say much about t- truth, I'd say, hmm.
1: I don't, do I get that
0: right, by the way? Are you going to give me
1: credit for that? No. No. What? Oprah, Oprah is, is nowhere mentioned in this. Well, you didn't get, read far enough. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, what any other thoughts on it? What about this last line? When we know there is good in all things and all people, we will always experience the best life has to offer. That sounds like <laughs> someone who's about to be scammed or conned.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, right. uh, What is our anthropology? Uh, Do we think people are good or do we think people are bad? And the answer is, well, it depends. We think people are created in the image of God, number one. Number two, we think people are fallen and the image of God has been lost and that people are sinners. But we also know that Christ is the brother of all people, that he's redeemed everyone, and that all people will be resurrected. Now that's more than just saying people are good. It's a—it's a quite complex anthropology, and we act according to that complexity uh, and that wisdom.
1: Right. Okay. We need to take another break, and then we're going to be hearing from this old archaic thing called the book. Be right back. <laughs>
0: One of the best decisions you've made today.
1: You're listening to Table Talk Radio.
0: So I've kicked up the Wolfmuller One YouTube channel. And I was talking to Daniel, my expert YouTube advisor about it, who said, Dad, your stuff is really bad. I know, Daniel, I know. But look, I have 4,006 uh, for watch time. And to monetize on YouTube, you got to have 4,000 hours. And I, I, look, I said, look, 4,006. And Daniel says, Dad, you have 4,006 hours. Minutes, not hours. <laughs> anyway, if you want to see what we're up to over on YouTube, you can visit YouTube, search for Wolf wolfmuller Wolf One is the channel name. See you there. This is where the bumps.
1: We run out of DJ Quad. <laughs> All right, so DJ Quads bumps. Pastor Wolf Mueller. I was awarded zero points in the last round of name that church body. But hey, uh, if you're a Kabbalist, zero points is the same as infinity. <laughs> that's right. You you uh, are emptying yourself of the notion that zero points is bad. <laughs> Preconceived notion
0: that having no points <laughs> means I'm losing.
1: Yeah. All right. All I'm right. Re- I'm ready to hear Here you go. It. Now this is called I, what again, a book? There's pages and Mm, pages.
0: Popular Symbolics. This okay. is a uh, popular. That means Symbolics means creeds. Popular means
1: what people, you know, all the rage really believe about stuff.
0: <laughs> I can't wait till this book is five years and this is going to be in the public domain.
1: I was going to uh, say. Uh, I, I, so this is 34. It was written. Yep. So I I have to think about what's popular in 1934. (laughs) Indeed, you do. That's the bad thing about books: is it it doesn't (laughs) self-update. So old.
0: (laughs) Uh, The uh, first 150 pages is about the Lutherans. So that's boring stuff. So I want you to pick pages after 150 to maybe 500 or so. Somewhere in there is where it's going to talk about what other people believe. How how is this book
1: organized? By alphabet? By chronology? Wouldn't you like to know? I would like to know. You're not going to offer that information? No. Okay. I'm going to go with page 250. Well, that is right here. Oh, nice. To understand the
0: origin of these churches, we must remember that soon after the Reformation had triumphed in England, Protestantism there brought forth these three tendencies, Anglicanism, Puritanism, Independentism, or Separatism. The nature of Anglicanism can be gathered from what we said on the Protestant Episcopal Church. The Puritans were of the conviction that popery had not... Are you with me here yeah, still? Yeah, Okay. The, Epis- the Puritans were of the conviction that popery had not been sufficiently eliminated from the established church, but they wished to remain in the church and there bring about a change for the better. They wished, however, to see the people to be given a voice in the government of the church. The separatists said... The church as it exists is altogether corrupt. Let us leave
1: it. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Um, I'm trying to think what, uh, what church body or church movement exists on top of those three that you just mentioned. Uh, you said Puritanism, Separatists, and uh, uh, Anglicanism. Ang- Anglicanism. Anglicanism, Puritanism.
0: So, ism
1: and independentism or separatism yeah so when i when i when you first started reading like the first sentence i was immediately thinking of course because you're talking about uh moving into england post-reformation i was thinking anglicanism of course um we're looking at something higher than that so i mean this could be uh something as general as calvinism or other reformed um but uh are you reading more or is that it yep i'll give you some more uh, this talks
0: about these guys, Robert Brown. He was a pastor who advocated the principles. He immigrated to Holland in 1581. The two men who sold the pamphlets in England were hanged. Woof, uh, Et cetera, et cetera. In 1620, on the Mayflower, a number of them came to America, founding Plymouth Colony. These people, the Pilgrim Fathers, then, were separatists. Accepting the teaching of Calvin, in other respects, they differed in their views on church polity. They, quite scripturally made the congregation supreme according to their teaching each local church is independent so they opposed they were opposed both to prelacy and presbyterianism soon afterward the settlers came uh, who founded the massachusetts bay colony they were puritans mostly inclined towards presbyterianism and in england had not made common cause with the independents but here in America, they gradually lost their antipathy and to the polity of these people, joined hands with the settlers of Plymouth, and together with them, they founded what is called this. In 1640, there were 33 churches in New England, and all but two were of this type. Wow. Huh. I, by the way, don't think I would have got this right. But then you'll say ah once I say so
1: it. So it's it's well known enough that I should know it. I yeah, mean, it's, but it's hard. Um yeah. Cuz uh I was again I was going to go for more of a generic uh uh like just calvinism in general but but this is a very particular um would be would be just presbyterian cuz you kind of you want we'll another one?
0: Hey, I'll give you another paragraph. Well, a few help? quotations must suffice to confirm what we have said on the Calvinistic character of the doctrine of these people. They state in the Savoy Declaration, chapter oh, 20. The Savoy, of four. course. <laughs> Although the gospel be the only outward means of revealing Christ and saving grace, and is as such abundantly sufficient thereunto, yet that men who are dead in trespasses may be born again, quickened or regenerated, there is a moreover necessary and effectual irreversible work of the Holy Ghost. Upon which, upon the whole soul for the producing in them of a new spiritual life, without which no other means are sufficient for their conversion unto God.
1: I'm, I'm a big letdown to all of our Calvinist bloggers who are listening. This is the Congregationalists. Oh,
0: yeah. The Congregationalists. I don't think I would have got it. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's nice, huh? This guy knows a bunch of stuff about this
1: oh well he didn't have to do any, hey you know didn't have to do any research the, either. he just sat down and wrote it
0: that's right the the uh i mean i I think my Kabbalist approach gives me a lot more freer a take on my lack of points than your Congregationalist <laughs> attitude towards having no points. <laughs> I think you're part of the reprobate <laughs> um this is very interesting yeah they I, uh, the Congregationalists took into their own Savoy confession. The Statement of the Westminster Confession, chapter 3, 3 6, By the decree of God for the manifestation of his glory, some men and angels are predestined to everlasting life, and others foreordained to everlasting death. Mm. They went for Westminster on double predestination, these Congregationalists. So if you ever see any Congregationalists hanging around, you could, you know, say, hey, double predestination.
1: Not so good. Yeah. All right, hmm. uh, I need a second to grab another one. Do you want to you just go another one Bow- right w- off of you, Bow- and then Bow- I'll, I'll... Yeah. Okay, let's do page uh, 400. Really? That's what you want? That's what I want.
0: Are you sure? I'm sure. Oh, this is good. I got a call from one of these guys this week. <laughs> these guys have no formal creed. Their doctrinal position must be gleaned from the writing of Priestley Channing, Charles Eliot, James Freeman Clark, Ralph Waldo Emerson, Theodore Parker, etc. These writings, again, must be compared with the opinions of modern such and such, published in the tracks and booklets of this association, etc., uh, etc. Et this is a religion exclusively for this world, this worldliness, quote, quote. to the this person, the one purpose of real religion is not to prepare people for another life, but to inspire them to live this as it ought to be lived. This religion, based entirely upon the conclusions of human reason, must of necessity be confined to moral, social, and economic questions. The Constitution of the National Conference excludes all problems which are beyond human reason from its religious program. Quote, holding in accordance with Jesus' teaching, that practical religion is summed up in love of God and man, quote. Dr. Clark's five pro, uh, propositions, commonly believed among these people as reasonable and effectual, can be accepted by the scientific mind, even when least religious. The points are these. One, the fatherhood of God. Two, the brotherhood of man. Three, the leadership of Jesus. Wow, that's cool. Four, salvation by character. Five, the progress of man onward and upward forever. Hmm. The boast of these folks is that they teach absolute spiritual liberty. In the words of Channing, quote, I call that mind free, which does not cower to human opinion, including the Bible, and which respects itself too much to be the slave or the tool of the many or the few.
1: So when uh, I, was, <laughs> I was thinking at the beginning you were maybe talking about Scientology with the kind of focus on what is discovered by human reason. I don't know that Scientology would care about the leadership of Jesus though. Um, Although maybe, maybe they do. I just don't know about it. Um, Another thought, although it's, I know it's not the same thing, um, but the other thought would be like uh, Christian scientists. But uh, I think they uh, that might be this it. Is I, fascinating. I'm going to guess Christian scientists.
0: Let me give you another s- little sentence here. This communion, quote, in this communion, quote, Christian or pagan, theist or atheist, may follow truth to the uttermost bounds and speak the truth as he finds it, and is responsible only to his own conscience. Therefore, these folks reject all dogmas, quote, as neither central in religion nor essential to salvation. The creed system enslaves reason and arrests growth. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Here, I'll I'll give it away. The Unitarian will accept only that which, quote, his enlightened reason and disciplined emotion sanction. Man is not answerable for the absolute truth as it exists in the mind of God. Ah,
1: so the unitarians. Unitarian. Uh, so you had a unitarian con- contact you this week. I've been
0: pho- I've been playing phone tag with the unitarian down the street from us who wants to figure out how we're doing covid stuff cuz they're just getting ready to open back up their church again. So
1: you should say we have some very dogmatic policies about that. <laughs> you- I wonder
0: how they're going to do that. They're going to be like they're, they're going to say, you got to wear masks. And all the people are like, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs>
1: I'm against written I policies. reject that dogma.
0: That's, <laughs> you're in a tough spot. Is that a, is that a new creed? <laughs> but the, that's the difference, right? A creed is a matter of faith, not a matter of law. You can have all the legalisms you want. That's not the danger. The danger is
1: facts about God. Yeah. And that's what the Unitarian mind has to read. Has to resist. Yeah, once you say, I believe this, now you're being too dogmatic. So, <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. A- grab more from the internet right after this. <laughs> Table Talk Radio. The disaster continues. I'm reading
0: Luther's sermons from the House Postal every week. You can find it at www.hope-aurora.org. Click on the Luther Sermon Podcast.
1: Talking over the bump music is advanced radio host. The good news is that this is almost over. That's I got another one for, for you. We're doing uh, you, name me, that church body. Listener. I uh, Hi, pull from the interwebs, and you got to close, still your, working eyes. That you gotta close your eyes. Internet, you got to close your eyes. All right, all right. Eyes are closed. Okay, so there's not a lot. To go off of, which might be a clue for you. Okay. Um, I will tell you. Well, maybe I won't tell you. That might be a little bit of a giveaway. So uh, you have our mission and our vision. And it it starts out with the headline, uh, Deliberately Diverse and Fully Inclusive. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we seek to be a deliberately diverse community of faith. Our strength grows in proportion to the diversity of the voices in our midst. That is an interesting cool. thought that our is strength okay uh our congregation is made up of a variety of people from I wonder a, how serious they are about
0: that like I wonder if they get if they want to have a voice that's say
1: against diversity <laughs> that's no no, 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 that's not a voice that's welcome here. I'm sure. Uh, Our congregation is made up of a variety of people from a variety of backgrounds and socioeconomic status. We are rich, poor, homeless, mm. housed, black, white, gay, and straight. And we together live, or we gather together to live in our call to be the body of Christ. Will you consider joining us in this effort? All right, so that's just the kind of header. Okay, body of Christ. That's That's a Christian thing. Probably. Mm -hmm. All right. Our mission. Oh man, this is going to give it away. Our mission, (laughs) deliberately diverse and fully inclusive. I'm just going to pause here and say, it's it'd be one thing to say this is our mission and we're diverse in the process, but their mission is diversity. I mean, it's just it's not even that they have a real mission; it's just to be diverse in being diverse. (laughs) It seems like if that was your mission, you'd want to maybe have three or four
0: different missions. <laughs> okay, anyway. Deliberately diverse. Mix, you know, keep it mixed up. How is it? I'm so offended that they just have one mission. That's not diverse at all. Mm-hmm. Deliber- homogeneous <laughs> mission statement. <laughs> Let me get through this. Deliberately Everyone diverse. Everyone has the and- same mission around here. There's no... What about someone with a different mission? Can't we get someone with a different mission? No. <laughs> we have the same... We are unified, singular in our one mission for diversity.
1: <laughs> All right. Can I read this? They said unironically. Sure. Okay. Deliberately diverse and fully inclusive. Something, 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 something church in downtown Austin is a community of oh. <laughs> Christian faith where each person is welcomed as a unique child of God. Did you pull up my church website? <laughs> and I got vision left. Are you ready? Yeah. Ministering to the needs of God's people is at the heart of this congregation. Individually and together, we respond to God's love, grace, and justice in Jesus Christ, guided by Scripture and our Reformed tradition. We actively work together, sorry, work toward peace, justice, and spiritual growth through worship, music, fellowship, Christian education, and service to others. We continue to glorify peace, justice, and the American way. (laughs) <laughs> peace
0: But uh, this peace, is peace, justice, and spiritual, justice growth. and spiritual growth. Listen, I'm sure th- I'm sure I, that want this, I want this church to be diverse enough to, to include people who are spiritually shrinking also. I'm,
1: I'm sure the guy who volunteered spiritual to put together people. a website said, What do you want me to put on the what we believe page? Yeah, just think of something whatever you think. <laughs> like p- Peace, justice, and spiritual growth. Put a bunch of different words. What, We're all about having a bunch of different stuff. <laughs> all right. So work towards peace, justice, spiritual growth through worship, music, fellowship, Christian education, uh, which would, would seem counterintuitive to their mission. But anyway, uh, service to others. We continue to glorify God and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Mm. Wow. All right. Wonder what, but that good news is never quite mentioned, is it? I stopped sharing so you can... I I kinda like have my. <laughs> I mean it is uh I've, it is interesting to to even even be so so narrow narrowly minded to say we're gonna be teaching the teachings of Jesus when you're a all inclusive uh diverse group, you know?
0: You know, that's because you care about words. Mm. That's why that you find that ironic. The um here so a couple of interesting things. Number one is, what do we think about diversity? And the answer is, it, the, the church is Catholic. That's what we used to say, Catholic. In other words, it's, it's not, it does, the church does not belong to a certain uh, country or nationality or even this made-up idea of race. So when we see the church gathered around the throne of the Lamb in Revelation, in the glorious vision... We see people from every tribe, tongue, people and nation. There's a there's a fantastic, what we now call diversity there. But what we used to just call humanity. And that's that's what Jesus does. And so, in some ways, as the children of Noah, we rejoice in the fact that Jesus is the one who saves all people. But it is strange to make that a, to make that your mission, you know, to be your whole mission is to be diverse. Mm. Now, I so I don't know, I'm kind of split on this thing because I, I remember the worst conversation ever. Well, no, this is the third worst conversation ever, trademark. I've got these really bad conversations, and one of them was with a mission director who, when I remember was I was a baby pastor, and I said, well, I think, you know, we should probably not do mission by race. We should just probably try to preach the gospel to all people and have churches filled with all people from everywhere like Revelation give and they and the, the guy said, "Well, you can try. We just that doesn't work." Oh, <laughs> I mean that's just. <laughs>
1: but so, this, so in other this... words, you you have to have like the Korean outreach. You have to have yeah. you know, all the different yeah
0: huh? that's crazy. But but on the other hand, to say that the end goal is not faith in Christ, saving faith in Christ, but rather a diverse representation of all the cross-sections, all the intersectionalities of people. You know, here. so here's here's the way to test what's going on there. You know, it's one thing if the church sign, if you put a church sign up that says, we welcome, well, let's, let's just take the, uh, since they brought it up, uh, the question of sexuality, right? Uh, we welcome all people here, including people who are homosexual. Okay, fine. What could you say, we welcome all people here, including people who are homophobic? is that are those sinners welcome also Uh Uh and that's where you start to this whole thing starts to fall apart so you realize that it's not in fact that tolerance is just a there's a certain there's a certain certain way that tolerance goes you know Jesus loved the sinners but he hated the Pharisees no he also loved the pharisees he also died for the pharisees he also called saint paul to be his own so that jesus is there's this there is a way that we are um receiving people who have been shamed from every angle of the culture
1: so i mean so really what this is um uh is is really just an embrace of sin because um i mean because of where we are, we don't maybe put it this way, but but you and I would also say everyone is welcome to our church. No, yeah. no one excluded. I mean, we would not exclude anyone from our church. Um, but but for all people who come, there's a process of learning our beliefs and ascribing unto themselves if they want to join membership. I believe this, mm-hmm. um, and that, and and part of that process is to. Uh, uh, confess and acknowledge my sin, and that is that is true of everyone who comes. No, no mm-hmm. single person gets to say, "I believe what you teach, but I uh, need not confess this sin as sin." Right. Right. Um, so what? What? The church down the road from you is saying, I don't know if, I don't know where your church is. Uh, I mean, what they're saying is, um, what they're reacting against is that there are churches who don't accept people like this. But it's not that they're not being accepted. It's that they, they don't want to make that confession. They want to make the confession of sin. So what we are then is a church or a congregation of people who would otherwise be excluded from an orthodox confession of faith. Right? Is that too harsh, right. or or an orthodox
0: confession of creation? Mm-hmm. You know that. Look, is racism a sin? Yes. Are there people who are oppressed because they're minorities, and that's wrong? Yes. F- okay, fine. That, but that should not be. We don't end when we that we should say those things, but we don't end saying those things. There's more to say, mm-hmm. and what happens in a lot of these churches is that the sin, instead of being they'll say it, individual breaking of the law, but the sin is the systemic oppression of the structure of society. Well, okay, maybe there's a place for the prophetic preaching of the church in that, but salvation is not found in the absolution of society's systemic sin. Mm. Salvation is found in the blood of Jesus being brought to me and the wrath of Jesus being turned away from me and my sin All right, and I don't mean son so that I can go to heaven.
1: I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, real quick, what's your guess on this? Um, University of Texas. This is actually Central Presbyterian Church downtown Austin. Oh, there you go, yeah. Central. That's right. You know the se- the
0: Presbyterian Seminary is right uh, is right by me. Oh, and the Episcopalian Seminary, which cranks out the pastors, it's yeah. great. The Episcopalian Seminary is always selling books in their library for a quarter, and there's all this great old theology that they're just offloading.
1: Ah, there you go. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Table Talk Radio. Where it's Thanks for listening to, to this be edition part of, the of Table Sanhedra. Talk Radio? <laughs>
0: Table Talk Radio is not for everyone. That was weak Please consult sauce. your pastor before <laughs> listening to Table Talk Radio. Side effects may include nausea, It's like my kids headache, say, that was dog water. a <laughs> Have you heard injury, that one yet? Just from you. Dad, that, that joke was dog bleeding, water. Internal combustion, <laughs> a sudden craving to smell your
1: backseat uncontrollable urge to fight the Calvinist on Twitter and falling off your treadmill. More information visit tabletalkradio.org.